How blessed we are this week to have not one, but two of the most memorable scenes from all of the scriptures. Two, if I may say so, of my favorites. I'm going to try now to to weave them together with this season of Lent and the sacrifice of the cross. And I propose to do so pointing out the three mountains. Mount Moriah, Mount Tabor, and the Mount of Calvary. These three mountaintops provide the scenes for three wondrous encounters, three wondrous relationships, and three wondrous results. We'll start with the encounters. There on Mount Moriah, it was an encounter of fidelity. The terrifying ascent with Abraham and Isaac. God had promised, you'll remember, he promised Abraham descendants as numerous as the stars of the sky. But now he is told that his only beloved son, Isaac, is to be taken to the top of the mountain and to be sacrificed. Somehow, we, we don't know how, but somehow Abraham is going to do it. This fidelity, this faith, perhaps that maybe somehow there's a, a sense that Already there's the possibility of someone rising from the dead. We don't know. But then there's the encounter. Just as he has placed his son upon the wood of the sacrifice, just as the flame of the fire to offer the burnt offering is there, and just as he has bound his son is about to take the knife, the messenger from God, another name for an angel, a messenger comes to him, stop, do not touch the boy. That encounter points to an even greater one on Mount Tabor, the transfiguration. Jesus, again, leading others up the mountain. This time his beloved disciples, Peter, James, and John, his inner circle. And like the angel with Abraham and Isaac, there is another miraculous encounter, this time with Moses and Elijah. These two great figures from the Old Testament, showing that Jesus is the fulfillment both of the law in Moses and of the prophets in Elijah. This moment is so significant that Peter Peter thinks this is as good as it's going to get. Just like our, our hymn today sang, is good, Lord, that we are here. He wants to stay there, build three tents. Fun aside, Mark, tradition tells us, was very close with Peter. And so it makes sense that those words would come from Peter's mouth that he didn't even know what to say. He was so terrified. You can almost imagine Mark hearing Peter have related that over the years as he was sharing the story to others. That encounter, Moses and Elijah, there on the mountain, an encounter with the miraculous. And then the third mountain, Mount Calvary, which we prepare for every year during this season of Lent, and that is represented at every Mass. Jesus now is climbing all the way up the mountain for another encounter. 
No, not with an angel, not with an apparition, but encounter with us, with ordinary mortals, friends and family, with soldiers, yes, but also his disciples. You see, in the Gospels and in the, throughout the Bible, there are encounters that are both great and small. And sometimes we can only remember the, the great and glorious ones. But all are necessary. We need the encounter with the other in this faith of ours. We need the other there. All three weave together to remind us. We need the supernatural, the angels, and the intercession of the saints. We need the witness of old from throughout Scripture, and we need loved ones to support us when it feels like the whole world is against us. Those are the three encounters. How about three relationships? Mount Moriah, that loving relationship of Abraham and Isaac, father and son. But it's not primarily their loving fatherly relationship but the fatherly relationship of God for Isaac. You see, before he was Abraham's son, he was God's. And this relationship changed the world. You probably know that in pagan religions, often human sacrifice was a common thing. Now, some of the pagan philosophers had reasoned that God was one, they, most of the pagan religions believed in you know, polytheism, but some had figured out, no, there, it only is possible that there is one God. And some had even pondered that he would be good. But no one dared believe what the Jews believe, what we have inherited from them, that not only is he one and good, but that he has made us in his image and likeness. You don't get that before the revelation to the Jews in the scriptures. No one ever dared imagine being of such dignity. But now we see that in God, in the scriptures given to the Jewish people, and we see it ratified here in the book of Genesis between Abraham and Isaac. No, no more human sacrifice. On Mount Tabor, the relationship was even greater. The relationship, yes, of a father and son, but this time not by association, not by dignity, but by, by voice, by declaration. There in the presence of Peter, James, and John, Jesus is transfigured on top of the mountain, and the cloud comes, and from that cloud, that declaration for all to hear, this, this is my beloved son, not just by association, not just by the dignity given in his intellect and will, this God from God, light from light, true God from true God. And all that comes to follow from here, the miracles, the teaching, and yes, the torture, are all seen through that one relationship. The relationship then that's reciprocated in the third mountain on Mount Calvary. For this time, it's not Peter, James, and John, but Mary and Mary and John who stand at the foot of the cross. And they hear Jesus respond to that voice from the Father, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. 
into your hands. I commend my spirit. He knows who he is from the beginning. And he returns to the Father to lead us there. Those are the encounters. Those are the relationships. What's the result? Well, it should be pretty clear. First, not only do we learn on on Mount Moriah that there is to be no more human sacrifice, but now we learn that the stage is set. What does God's what does Abraham say of God to Isaac? That God will provide the lamb. He does. We declare it every time we come here, right? Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world. On the second mountain of Tabor, we have the result. As they go down the mountain, Jesus tells Peter, James, and John, don't relate this to anyone until the Son of Man has risen from the dead. Why? Why not tell them about this? Because those same three, Peter, James, and John, are the same three that are going to be in the garden with him. They're going to see him sweat blood. They're going to see him desire to have the cup pass from him. It was for them to be prepared for his passion and death. And so it is for us as well. And ultimately the result of the sacrifice of the cross is for us. It is the salvation prophesied by Abraham when he said that God would provide the lamb. It was what was prophesied in that interaction between the father and son, Abraham and Isaac, when he was told to sacrifice his only beloved son. And it is what is represented every time we come to Holy Mass. The result of this mountaintop experience is salvation for us. We we get to be the results. We get to share in his life. We get to share in the inspiration for our charity, for all of the sacrifices that we make. We are to be fed by the Lamb as we climb this mountain and share in his life.